this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Hi, welcome to Stand Out Be You. I'm Tequila Dottard, your host, and today we have another guest that's on the show sharing their story of how they have managed to turn their passion and skills into a profit by helping others in business and life. These individuals are people that could be standing just right there next to you right now. What I love about our guest that we're going to have on today, Sasha, is that she has so much energy and she is upfront with all honesty and she doesn't hold anything back. She is super funny and she helps women remember how to be and feel worthy of themselves. She is on a mission to help women rediscover the self-confidence they have lost. Now, as always, before we dig in, Just as a reminder, if you have any questions for me or any of the topics that we have discussed here on the show, I am happy to hear your thoughts and listen to you. You can go to tequiladotter.com and you can leave me a message. Yes, you can go to my website, leave me a voicemail. You'll see right on the side, right hand side, there's a red button that you can actually click on and I will get to hear your voice. Okay. So let's get started and let's welcome Sasha to the show. Sasha, welcome to Stand Out Be You. Tell us a little bit more about you and fill in the gaps. Oh, thank you so much, Tequila, for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here. Well, I am Sasha of Scattered Sasha. And why on earth am I scattered? I, you know, a lot of people say, well, that's not really flattering, but It is because I am very scattered, a little bit of ADHD, a little bit of all those things. But the name came about from my husband because I had to pick one word to describe me. I was doing some craft. I can't remember what the details were and was down to the limit. I had to pick my word. I needed one word to describe me. And I was on the way. I was driving to wherever we were going. And I called my husband. I said, I need just one word. And he just off the top of his head said scattered. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my word. And it has been my word for 10 or more years. So I say that because yes, I'm a little bit scattered as I think we all are, but I also like to scatter a lot of things along the way. Some love, some joy, some words. I love words and I love scattering those around. So that whole idea of scattered really appealed to me in many, many ways, not just the harebrained scattered person that you're thinking. So when I say scattered Sasha, that has become who I am as well. And it means a lot to me. So 
that is me. I am hanging out over on Facebook most of the time where there's a whole lot of fun and inspiration and motivation and a lot of things that make you say, oh yeah, I get it. You're nodding your head saying, yes, that is exactly how I feel. It's a lot of fun, but it is also very meaningful to me that to have the ability to reach the people, to let them know, as you said, that they are worthy, that they can gain back that self-confidence that they've lost. Yeah. And Sasha, how are you helping women to do this? How are you helping them rediscover their confidence? Because I know we've talked about this before on your website. It is completely audience. If you go and look at her website, you'll see it's totally, she stands out. She fits the standout BU. How are you helping other women with that confidence and regaining that confidence? Because a lot of times I know that we fall short of that when we really start to try to build a business or we try to rediscover ourselves, even if it's within our families. How are you helping women to do that? There are several ways. The, the, I believe strongly, 100%, that the ticket to positive mindset is affirmations. That has worked for me, and I believe it works. It can work for almost everybody. Is that the magic ticket that you can sprinkle some cards all over you and life be all fairy tales and rainbows? Not at all. But if you can switch the mindset to have the positive coming in, it can kind of delete the negative or at least kind of keep it out. So the way I do that is I post on Facebook often, and they can come there and see those things. We talk a lot about it. I have a daily show, and it's always good news. It is funny, but it's also, there is no negativity. There's no rudeness. There's no politics, no religion, none of this stuff that you can find. If you want to find that kind of information, it's out there all over the world. The safe zone of my website and my Facebook page and the groups I create and those kinds of things are a place that women and men, but people, let's just use people can come to and know that they don't have to worry about something. They open on my page being not safe for work something that will offend them, something that will be construed as insert whatever the reason is. So they know that's a safe place. And since they come there, I can pump them full of the affirmations. Every day my show has some hashtags on it and it is, you look wonderful. Keep being fabulous. Um, Believe the nine. I'll tell you that story later. Another time, perhaps happy new day. We love the good. You know, there's a whole slew, which is certainly a technical term, a whole slew of hashtags that are there to remind them every single day and every single time they see a live post that you are wonderful. And I sign off every single live show with that. They know that they're going to get that positive reinforcement right there every time. So that's just one of the ways. I also have a Glitter and Grace Club that gives you daily emails that are affirmations, weekly videos, and that kind of thing. And um, the group does the same thing. So it's, it's all about the social media. It's all about the connections you can make because of the World Wide Web that allow me to be able to work with them. And I also have many sessions and those kinds of things where I work with groups. That's awesome. When you go there, you're going to see all sparkles and glitter and everything good. And it's needed. I always say to individuals that a lot of times when we turn on news or we're looking for anything, there's a lot of negativity that's out there. And we do need that good to actually be, you know, come forth and Sasha's definitely doing it. Tell me, the skills that you're utilizing now inside your business, were they previous workforce skills or was this something that was a new skill that you learned that you're doing now? 
you know, I actually have several pieces of the business puzzle, as I think we all do. I was in corporate America like so many others. I was in human resources. I was in corporate America for 30 years. And you gain a lot of skills that you don't even realize often at the time. So when I transitioned to staying at home, my mom was sick, my child was starting school, and they're, they really take a dim, they want them to be there. They're like, this attendance thing, they're serious about that at school. Let me just tell you. Uh, <laughs> they're like, you mean you can't do it again? When I left corporate America, I was speaking publicly as a motivational speaker. And when my mom got sick and my child started school, I had to come back home and stay. So I had to kind of figure that out. And I started a Facebook page really just out of, huh, I need something to do. And, you know, I couldn't go out and speak. And at the time, this is six years ago, so Facebook has changed drastically since then. So it just kind of built and I learned as I went as far as the Facebook page went. Fast forward several years and my audience is large and the engagement is good. And I'm very fortunate that they appreciate and like the things I post. And people kept asking me, how did you do that? How did you do that? How did you do that? So I turned that into a business and that, so to answer the first part of your question, that was very much a learned skill that I learned 100% on the job. You screw up a lot and you learn a lot as you go along. That's the only way to learn, in my humble opinion. So I actually do a lot of Facebook training. Now, the business courses, Again, corporate America for 30 years, I owned a networking company, still do. And those skills I also teach as well in the business side of it. And then you flip the switch just a little bit, not much, but you have the mindset motivation. And I have been working in that field for years and years and years and years and years. I didn't have that quote unquote title. But when you're in human resources, when you are doing those kinds of things, that is just a piece of it. You know, when you are leading a team, you absolutely better believe you're doing some mindset motivation. And if those team members are sales that are commissioned, oh yeah, there's a whole lot of mindset motivation there, a lot for all of us involved. So this, I use those skills to kind of feel my way through. And we talk about businesses, we talk about individuals. And, and a lot of times when you think about motivation, you don't think about business people. And what I have discovered is I don't care if you've been in business for five minutes or five years, you have the self-doubt, you have the questions, you have the, am I worth what I want to charge? And, oh, they're never going to pay that. And who am I to think I can do this? And, and I've talked with people, with women who have been in business, who are successful business people that still have that mindset block, that still have the self-doubt, that still lack the self-confidence that holds them back. And I'm like, have mercy, come here, my child. Let us talk because you've got this. So again, I've never had a short answer in my life. And if it can be a longer sentence, I'm going to tell it. So, you know, how I got from there to here, honestly, it's because I'm a little older. I have lived a lot of life and done a lot of things and have learned on my own, learned in schooling, learned in all these areas. And I am able to return that by teaching others. And Sasha, I know you mentioned the age in there, so you brought it up, so I'm going to go and speak in it a little bit more. And I'm always telling individuals that are around our age bracket that we're needed on the online or inside the online community and world because we do have all of that behind the scenes of management or leadership, all of these things that we can bring to the table because 
the internet and all of this is not going anywhere. So we just need to focus on transitioning those skills and bringing them online. You can still do offline, but then you can have a piece that's online as well. So I commend you because you got in there because one of the things I hear is, oh, no, the technology. But just like when we're in corporate America, because I come from that background as well, we did some learning on the job. So it's the same exact thing. I am 55 years old. I'm thrilled with that. I love that. And, you know, I'm not technical. If you ask, I'm certainly not that intuitive. I can just figure this out with my eyes closed. I have to, I have to think that it's, it's quite difficult sometimes. I have to think through the process, but I am able to figure it out. And I really think people that want to start a business and if they are good at one thing, and they have this thing. And I usually say, here's your thing. And you're really good at it. And someone said, you should start a business. You should hang out your shingle. You're so good at this thing. And they go, okay. And they hang out the shingle virtually. Uh, it doesn't matter. And they start being a business owner. And all of a sudden, guess what? That one little thing that they're excellent at, they're still excellent at. But all the other pieces, all the other pieces that go with running a business, they don't have a clue about or just minimal pieces of information about. And so what my tagline, what my mantra is, is that it's not that you don't know the answers. It's that you don't know the questions. So you must, you must ask the questions and try to figure out and keep asking because you don't even know the right questions to ask right now. So ask away. I have people say, well, that's a stupid question. I don't want to ask. Please trust me. While you were over here learning how to do your thing, I was over here learning how to do my thing. And I couldn't spend time learning your thing because I was busy learning mine. So we should share it with each other. Collaboration, collaboration, huge, huge. You told us a little bit of the the background, but how did you start? Was it a struggle with when you first started this? Everything that you have, how did you birth it? It's been such a journey. Honestly, I've told this story many, many times and, and people are still like, you did what? Because it doesn't even make sense. I'll give you the cliff notes. I was young. I don't know how young. I was in between husbands, which says I was in the age of 25 to 30, okay? So I went to a conference. My company paid for me to go to a conference. Almost everybody went. So it was a party. Let me just tell you, it was a party, okay? We were young. We were dancing in the club all night. We may have missed some of the classes. I'm just telling you right now. There were some. I have no idea what they were. Okay. So the last day of the conference, my boss is like, you better be in that conference. Okay. I'm just, Oh, no problem. I was there. You just didn't see me. So I'm there and there's probably, uh, my friend is with me. I'm like, wait, stay awake. So there's probably 3000 women and four men in this conference room. Right. And there's this woman on stage and they are just engrossed in what she's saying. They are glued to her and she's and I'm like huh this is I need to what is she saying and they oh okay they were just absolutely spellbound by her and then at the end she said go buy something and they literally ran down the aisles I'm like oh she has some magic or something what is going on (laughs) and so I got back and I looked her up and of course this is a long time ago their their internet no I had to like you know look through the files and I said, motivational speaker, I want to do that. The crazy thing is, it wasn't because they ran down the aisles and paid her money. I didn't even know they were doing that. You know, I was, I didn't have any money. I went and buy her book. So I was amazed 
amazed at the fact that she held that audience so spellbound. And I started listening too, and her words were motivational. I will never forget the things she said at the very end. She ripped off the cape and she said, we are all super women. And this has been 30 years ago. Okay. I don't remember her name. <laughs> Sorry, lady with the Superman cape. But I said, that's what I want to do. I want to get up there on the stage and have this ability to transform people's lives. So fast forward 25 years or so, let's just say 20-ish. I'm a little slow learner, but if it takes 20 years, so what? Corporate America sucked my soul. You do the whole things you have to do for life. You know how it is. I quit. And I said, I'm going to do that now. And I fully believe I had to live that life in order to be able to do that. I was not prepared at however old I was to do that then. Okay. Yeah. So I live in a very small town. So I had to actually travel to do motivational speaking because here they want to pay me in tacos and I love tacos, but the cable company is just not going to take tacos for payment. So I had to travel to do speaking gigs and we have an 11 year old. And so she would either travel with me. My mom would go and, and watch her or, or I'd try to do date, you know, whatever. Well, a couple of things happened. I told you it's going to be a long story, you know, and this is a cliff notes, have mercy. So a couple of things happened. My mom got sick. And the child started kindergarten. And like I said, they're very specific about attendance in public schools. I'm like, you really need she every day? Okay. So I had to stop traveling. My husband travels full time and he like makes a real living doing it. So I had to stop and taking care of my mom and getting all that thing settled. And I said, I got to do something. So I started this Facebook page. It was 100% just something to do. And it was fun. I was posting some stuff. And again, this has been six years ago, posting some stuff. People were starting to like some things. I'm like, well, this is fun. So I started posting some more and posting some more and, and it grew not drastically, but after, you know, 10 months, I had about 15,000 folks who were watching and looking. And, and at that point I said, you know, I should really try to make some money because I had been out of work. I was caring for my mom. I'm like, I probably, I need, I need to buy some tequila and pay for my telephone bill. So I said, huh, how am I going to do this? And I said, here's a great idea. I'll get some cups with some fancy sayings on them and I'll take them to a vendor event. I still didn't connect the dots with the Facebook. I remember six years ago. Okay. And I took them to this vendor event. You know, you go, there's a festival and all this stuff and people buy stuff, right? Well, fate intervened. Karma flew over everything. The universe spoke and said, I don't think so. <laughs> It was an outside event and it rained the entire time. I didn't sell a single cup. I gave away two to the friend who helped me. So I said, hmm, I now have birthday presents and Christmas presents for my family and friends for the rest of my life because there's 98 cups in the back of my truck. So what am I going to do with all these cups? <laughs> <laughs> I came home on a Saturday and my husband was like, oh, how'd it go? Eh, well, not really that great, but that's okay. The next day, just as an afterthought, I put them on Facebook and said, hey, I got these cups. Anybody wants one, send me a message. And immediately, like 15 people immediately sent me a message. I'm like, huh, this might be interesting. Well, I had no idea what I was doing because I knew the thing, okay? I knew this thing. I didn't know all the other things. I had no idea about shipping. I had no idea about payments. I just didn't know any of those things. So they were very popular. I figured out the stuff, you know, PayPal was my friend and I ordered boxes and shipping and all this stuff. And they were selling really, really well. And I was like, hey, this is really cool. I have a shop. I didn't know it was an e-commerce store at the time. I learned that later. <laughs> and I kept learning things as I went along and I kept adding things to the shop and the page kept growing. So 
I kept adding different things and removing things around trying to figure this out. And with e-commerce, e-commerce is hard, y'all. For y'all that are doing it, God bless you. It's just, it's tough. Because as a small business owner, unless you can order thousands of something, you're going to pay a higher price. And you want to be able to have things that people can afford. And it's just tough. You're going to make very little, I shouldn't speak for everybody. I made very little profit because I couldn't order thousands and thousands of things. It was just me sitting here in this extra bedroom trying to figure this out. So something happened, and that happened in September of 2015. I had been switching out products and doing still funny things. I mean, the cups that I created said, let's just pretend this is sweet tea, and it was a tumbler, and, you know, I had this, let's pretend this is coffee, and those kinds of things. So I wanted to create something. I had lost my mother. She passed away in April of 2015, and I wanted to create something that was tangible, that people would be able to hold in their pocket or hold in their hand or keep in their car or whatever, something small to remind them that they were going to be able to get through whatever it was they were struggling with. And so I thought long and hard and finally came up with a little wooden token. If you think about a button, but it was a token. I chose the word unbreakable. The reason that I chose that word and the reason behind it all. And again, they can't, I ordered 30. Because you don't know. You don't know. They came in the mail. I ran outside because it was almost dark. That doesn't seem important when I say it now. And I snapped a picture holding it up with my thumb on the thing. Here's the unbreakable token. And within minutes, those 30 sold. And I was like, huh. So I called the next day, business day, I called the, I was like, I need to order some more. So I called the vendor. Before that phone call happened, I had sold a hundred and I called, I said, can you do a hundred within another three or four hours? I'd sold another hundred. So I said, how many can we get and how quickly? Now I say that not to say that I was making tons of money. You remember, I just said the profit is very, very low. What happened next is what changed my life. And, and that sounds like a huge, gigantic statement to say, but it truly did. People started ordering them in great quantities to give to friends, to give to their team, to give to people that were struggling. I got emails after emails after emails and stories after stories after stories about people who kept that with them when they were struggling and they would look at that token every day. Uh, One specifically, a mom ordered four, one for her and one for each of her three kids. And her son was going off to boot camp, and she gave it to him. And she told me the story about how she had given it to him and he just wasn't sure what it was. And she said, you'll understand one day. Well, 30 days passed because they can't write or can't have any contact for the first 30 days. And he wrote her a letter and he said, I understand now. I kept this in my pocket the entire time. And when I was really struggling, I knew it was there and I knew I could get through this. And it was those kinds of statements and those kinds of messages and those kinds of emails that I continually got and continue to get that made me realize that I had a platform that was powerful enough, not that I was powerful enough, but the platform was powerful enough that I never had this kind of reach when I went out and spoke in person. I love and adore doing that and I still do that, but I was able to reach many more people and make a difference in their life with this platform. And at that point was when the switch happened for me. And I, I became very intentional about being that kind of provider, for lack of a better word, that kind of person who gives them the empowerment and affirmations that they need. Um, Because if that little token makes that much of a difference, think about if I were actually intentional about it, 
what a difference I could make. So how did I birth it? Quite by accident. It, I have an accidental business. And at this point, I have closed the shop. Again, it's, it's a tremendous amount of work. And I adore a lot of the things, but it is um, not something I do. Some Actually, I, I, the tokens came up again and somebody, like three people have said, do you still have the tokens? I'm like, no, but I might could be convinced to get some more. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I heard there, Sasha, was a lot of this was your journey and you talk about that on your website and it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get to where you're trying to go. It's your journey and your journey is different than my journey. But in the end, it's how you feel. And that's it's stand out be you. That's what you did. You stood out. You stood firm into what you believe in and what's inside of you and you're able to make it happen. Yeah. I talk a lot about your journey and that is, you're absolutely right. It is. And that your journey is full of potholes and sunny days and dead ends and left turns and right turns and U-turns and everyone's is different. And you have the map in your back pocket. You just have to pull it out and decide where you're going. What would you recommend to individuals? Something that they want to do something new and, and we've all been there and we are on this same path, this same routine over and over again, day after day. And we want change, but we're afraid to move forward because, and I always say, it's not that you're afraid to move forward. It's the unknown. But once you overcome the unknown, which is what you did, you're able to move forward. What would you recommend to someone that they're where you were before? They want that change. They want something different. What would you recommend them do? You know, I'm a planner, so I typically will plan every little minute detail, and then I'm going to study it, and then I'm going to look at it some more, and then I'm going to think about it some more, which is insane, uh, <laughs> but that's in my DNA. So I tell people to meet somewhere in the middle, take the leap. And I think the biggest thing, you talked about the fear of failure. I think the biggest thing is that fear, that what if, that should, they get should all over, <laughs> that what if. I do this and, and what would happen next? So I tell them, make a list. What is the worst possible thing that could happen? Will you die if you try this and fail? That's the first questions you have to ask. And if the answer is no, then you get a big old check mark over here in the go for it. Okay. And of course we have to be realistic, you know, will it deplete all your funds? That's another important question. If you fail, you know, will it destroy your life? Those are the questions. And, and that sounds foolish and they could, well, no. Okay, then. So what could happen if you succeed? And, and I'm a list person. I, you can't see all the 27 index cards I have here, but I'm a list person and write down what could happen if you succeeded and what could happen if you failed and what would happen if you never tried it. And when you have it laid out like that, it's like, oh, well, let me just go over here and do this real quick and get it over with. You know, it's like eat the frog. Just do it. Awesome. Awesome. So, Sasha, it's been an absolute pleasure, I think, because one of the things you said is you can talk and I know I can talk and the <laughs> listeners, we could go on and on. <laughs> We're from the same region, you know, where we grew up together. Um, but where could we find out more about you? Tell the listeners how we can get in touch with you and where we can find you on the internet here. Thank you so much. It is Scattered Sasha everywhere. So scatteredsasha.com. You can start there and everything 
takes you to all the other places, scatteredsasha.com. You can also find me on Facebook every single day at Scattered Sasha. I'm on Instagram as Scattered Sasha. I'm on YouTube as Scattered Sasha. I don't tweak, twerk, or twit, so I don't do any of those things. So you can't find me there. You can find Scattered Sasha on Pinterest where I pretend I'm going to actually make some meals that I've saved and make some crafts that I have pinned, and it's never going to happen. So that's there as well, but that's really just for fun. Awesome. Awesome. And listeners, as always, I will link all of that in the show notes. So Sasha, this next part of the episode, I really like to go into personality questions. We've got to hear a lot of your personality so far, but this first question is how far have you traveled? What's the furthest city from your birthplace? Well, I was born in California. So from California, it would be Croatia. That's awesome. Did you enjoy it? I did. We were in Italy, Monaco, Spain, and Croatia, and it was absolutely stunning. And, you know, we're here in the U.S., and we think that 200 years is old. They're like, yeah, it's 2,000 years old. Yeah, it's, you know. I'm like, okay. It was beautiful. I'm so glad I got to do it. I want to visit more of the U.S. I have not visited nearly as much as I'd like to. My husband travels for a living, so he's like all over the place, and he wants to go places he hasn't been. I'm like, too bad. Well, this next one is fun. If you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? My dog, because he is spoiled rotten. He just lays around and eats and sleeps with me and does whatever he wants to. Probably a, a domesticated dog. I think those pets that they're pampered pets, they have like, they have it down. They oh, tell me about it. Yeah. Rub <laughs> <laughs> my belly. I'm good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you could go back in time and talk to your 10-year-old self, what would you tell yourself about life? You know, that's one of the very first questions I ask. I do a tonight's question every single night on my page, and that was the, if not one of the first, the first that I ask many, many years ago. And it's always different for every single person each time they answer again. And I think what I would tell my 10-year-old self is keep trying and don't believe the naysayers. Don't believe the negative you're going to be okay. Yeah, like that. And the last one here, and we talked about it a little bit before the call, so the listeners get to hear it too, is what's the story behind your name? Sasha, uh, that's not my birth name. And so we raise our 11-year-old granddaughter, and we have since she was six months old. So yes, I'm an older mom. I was a only child. I have two only children. Um, so I'm an older mom. And let me back up. Okay, I don't know how much time we have, so I'll try to talk fast. <laughs> My husband had a brother who became a grandfather. He said, well, I'm not going to be a grandfather. I'm going to be Jack. His name was not Jack. And my husband said, well, I'm not going to be Paul. I'm going to be Mac Daddy. And I'm like, well, if you're Mac Daddy, I'm not going to be Grandy. <laughs> I mean, come on. This was before we had any grandchildren, okay? We were planning our grandparent names way before we had any grandchildren. So he was going to be Mac Daddy. I said, fine, I'll be Diva. No problem. We'll be Mac Daddy and Diva. Well, <laughs> the grandchild showed up and we were Diva and Mac Daddy all over the place. Diva, 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 Diva. She chose to say Sasha. I had been saying Diva for like two years to this child and she just pops up and says Sasha. And we're like, what? And never anything else. We have no idea where Sasha came from. We don't know anybody named Sasha. There was nobody famous at the time named Sasha that we knew. And now that is my name. Those in the world that know me call me Sasha, except my daddy, who still calls me by my birth name. And I'm surprised every flipping time. Oh, yeah, that's me. 
I love it. I love it. Sasha, you are a hoot. I've so enjoyed having you on the show. Do you have any final words that you would leave for the audience that's listening in on this today? Be bold. Don't be afraid. Don't listen to the negative people. This is not meant to be promo, but go to the YouTube and listen to Believe the Nine, and that will change the way you think about yourself. Ah, thank you for that. There you have it. Final words from Sasha herself. And again, everything will be linked in the show notes. And everyone, as always, remember to stand out, be you, and that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. And until next time, chat soon. know that the guests that you've heard here on the Standout BU podcast are waiting for you inside the Standout BU Society? I'm there too. We are hosting many trainings and webinars to help you get started on your journey. You can ask questions and even connect with others that want to stand out in business and life as well. Go to tequiladotter.com forward slash community to join us. Again, that's tequila.com forward slash community. Mm-hmm.